Good morning, Buff Nutters. It is Thursday, July 25th, 2019. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Buck Nuts Morning 5 and Change. The most glorious weather stretch for the Midwest in several years. We are enjoying it now. That means it's going on in Dayton, so I love it. But also, Indianapolis, home of 24-7 Sports, Director of Recruiting, a temperate, wonderful environment, Steve Wiltfong. How are you today, buddy? Doing well, Daniel. Good morning. Good morning, front rowers. Ohio State is on a recruiting run of epic proportions. We'll just start there. Yesterday, Court Williams joined the fold. Soon, Bijan Robinson is expected to join the fold. Let's put in perspective what it's like to do that work on the west portion of the United States. Steve, your thoughts on these two dudes and what they mean for the class. You've written several stories about the race for number one overall. Yeah, I think Ohio State's going to be number one going into the fall um, with what they have on deck. You mentioned Bijan Robinson. They also have Jalen Knighton out of Florida. Uh, and, and obviously these schools at the top are recruiting uh, in their footprint, but also nationally and, and having a lot of success, as is the Buckeyes. And, and, and St. John Bosco is a place where Ohio State's had success in the past. Um, it's one of the top, if not the top, high school football program in the country right now. Court Williams is a part of that. He's the most, one of the most athletic linebackers uh, in the country, uh, a guy that uh, brings a, a lot of athleticism and range and, and versatility to a defense and um, will also bring the right mindset coming from Bosco to uh, Ohio State. Um, those guys, um, the, the mentality in that program is something that I think is attractive to Ohio State and their coaching staff, and Court Williams was a priority recruit. And uh, Ohio State led for a while, and, the, and they closed it up um, yesterday and uh, officially, publicly. And he's uh, another key member to this class that is just really pretty insane. The level that, uh, the level that uh, Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, LSU are recruiting at this cycle uh, from top to bottom is, is terrific. You know, there's other schools that um, are recruiting well too, Notre Dame, Oklahoma, um, but but from top to bottom, when you look at Ohio State's class, you said it's the best class in the country offensively. That's what I've been saying uh, as it stands right now. And then uh, they're getting some, some guys on, on defense that can be real difference makers, uh, the Clarks, Phillips of the world, and, and now you add Court Williams to that. Like we said, we expect them to add Bijan Robinson in a few days. He's committing on August 2nd via his Instagram account, which is interesting because we want to talk about the top 247 that was just released and the chances that Ohio State will have even more five stars in the mix. According to the recent release of the top 247, Ohio State has five-star recruits in Julian Fleming, number four overall top receiver, and Paris Johnson, Jr., number seven overall top offensive tackle. Now, there are currently 18 five-stars in the top 247. When it is all said and done and the final ranking is put to bed, there will be 32 five-stars because there are 32 first-round draft picks. You all remember the template they're using here. What makes this interesting for Ohio State, they've got Bijan Robinson, and I put that in air quotes because he hasn't committed yet, but number 23, G. Scott to ESPN's dissatisfaction at 26 overall. But at 33 and 34, they have Clark Phillips and Luke Whipler, which means they'd be the first two picks of the second round. Still good cabbage, but four-star status. 
Let's go through each one here, Bijan, then G. Scott, Clark, and Luke, and talk about what it's going to take for them to be a five-star, how that process kind of works throughout the year, and kind of your outlook. Before Steve answers that, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. And we're back. Steve? So, and I kind of had this debate on the message board. I wouldn't say debate, conversation. Where obviously um, it's easy for people to say G. Scott's a five-star. And and we have them in that range. Um, we if, if signing day were today, G. Scott would be a five-star. But we have to consider, you know, these young men alongside others, and, and, and we're just trying we're trying to pick 32, right? So um, we want senior year to have a lot of impact on this. We're expecting G to have a, a terrific senior year, and, and then Bijan to go for over 2,000 yards for a third straight year. Um, but it, it's comparing these guys to others. Like you look at Luke Whipler, who's right outside. Uh, Peter Skaronsky, who's inside right now. Nate Anderson, who's committed to Oklahoma. Those are three guys that are probably fighting for positioning in the final rankings. So maybe we have to put them in an order today, but we're certainly we certainly know that the order of that trio could change down the road as we continue to learn more about them and continue to see their development. And, and, and so the same is with, with G and, and Bijan and, um, you know, there are other running backs that certainly um, would be in that conversation pushing Bijan. And, and, and then obviously then you get the cross positional debate of, well, this guy's at the end and this guy's a, a receiver or this guy's a, but who do we just like better as an overall prospect? Um, and, and so those last, choosing the last few five stars is never easy. Um, but, but obviously with the way it's set up right now, if you look at our top 32, we, we very well know that if we have a guy in the top 32, what it means on our rankings council, that we think that the young man is, is, has a good shot to be a five star when all said and done right now. Yeah. Like I said, right now, Bijan's at 23, G Scott 26. So they would be in. And then Clark Phillips and Luke Whipler would be the first two on the outside looking in. That could be quite interesting. I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about who dropped and who rose heavily in the top 247. It's not far enough in the process that we should be really worried about that. Let's see how guys do in their senior year, as Steve said, and go from there. The dust tends to settle where it should. Before we exit... I know we don't talk a lot about the class of 2021 on here because we're trying not to get ahead of ourselves, but it's important to address that one of the top players in the state of Ohio from Ironton, Reed Carrico, is a highly coveted target in the class. I don't know if this is fortunate or unfortunate, probably fortunate for Reed and his ability to spend time doing fun things, unfortunate for us. But Reed will be taking a visit this weekend to a spot that is quite tempting. Please update the peeps on that. You just did a story on it and maybe the outlook for Mr. Carrico. Reed Carrico is one of uh, Ohio's best nation's number five inside linebacker right now, and that may be too low. He's visiting Clemson for the all-in cookout. I talked to a source over at Ironton High School that thinks it's Ohio State and Clemson at the top. Reed's also expected to visit Tennessee this weekend. Um, and, and also said that Reed's going to make a decision before the season. And, and so the crystal ball is with the Buckeyes, but I think that um, 
Clemson is, is making this recruitment interesting at the very least, and we'll see how the weekend goes. So that's one to keep an eye on, people. Reed Jericho, let's hope he likes Tennessee better than Clemson because that guarantees he's coming to Ohio State. We appreciate Steve stopping by. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Take care, guys. See you on the front row.